Welcome to the broadcast, our story, our journey, our dream. This is episode two. My name is Pete, your host, and welcome my co-host DJ. What's up, everybody? Dude, how stoked are you for the Arnold? Really stoked, man. Uh, this will be our second year in a row, going consecutive. Yes, sir. Uh, we've missed some years here and there over the years, but um, we're really looking forward to it. Again, some interviews with some people, uh, watching Strongman powerlifting, animal cage, all that jazz. Yes, sir. Animal cage is going to be on fire this year, I heard. Yes, sir. be the first time watching for me, so I'm really, <laughs> really excited. Slingshot, uh, they got their booth. They're going to have all their guys out there. I'm pretty sure that's where uh, Brian Shaw is going to be. So yeah, we'll I'm not uh, 100% sure on where he'll be, but that's a good possibility. Have Mark you seen just put out the, uh, the video. Dude, that video was so crazy. Yeah, him training, training before the Arnold. Did you see the Rogue? One of both him and the Thor guy. Yeah, half Thor Johnson. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, Those you can tell they're stoked and ready to go. Ten thousand calories a day, and it's a light light day for him. <laughs> I remember trying to eat thirty five hundred. <laughs> All right, man. What else you got going on? How's training going? Uh it's going really well. Back starting to feel better. Um, did some deadlift and bench tonight before doing this podcast. Yeah, uh, back didn't bother me much at all. Um, there was a lot of singles. Doubles and triples, nothing, nothing much higher than that. How did uh, fifteen sets of squats go? Well, you did it with me. <laughs> oh man, I actually went today and sat in the hot tub for a couple of days because my legs are right. still burning at LA. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, but you know, we got out of out of schedule on that lift. Hey man, it's the gym uh, was so packed, so we kind of had to like rearrange it. We were supposed to go squat, bench, squat, and we had to do bench. I squat, felt so squat. good after it though; it was crazy. The that's another thing is we started going to old school gym again uh, this week, and the atmosphere in that place is ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I forgot just how on fire that place is at 4 a.m. in the morning. 4 a.m.? You know, you know it's packed. There's no parking <laughs> there's spots. There's no parking <laughs> spots. Uh, I posted a picture, I think, on my uh, Snapchat and maybe even Instagram. Um, there was no parking spots at 431. I got there like a couple minutes late one day. Nothing. Like, I had to park across the street, down the the sidewalk. The walk three miles. <laughs> it was ridiculous. No, that's but. just it, though. You know, you walk in there, everybody's already yelling, fired up. Everybody wants you to hit big lifts. You know, everybody's just, they're, they're all for one. Right. It's not just you for yourself in there. So that day we had squats. They were on Corey's plan, and they had deficit pulls. There was five guys in there that just barely missed 500, and five guys that pulled over 500. I think two of them pulled 545, and one pulled 555. I mean, that is unheard of. Especially off a deficit, man. I right. Mean, that's significant leg drive there. And the, I mean, these guys are not like... You know, West Side barbell like power lifters or anything like that. I mean, they they look like bodybuilders for the most parts. I mean, they're young kids in there, but man, that place is just ridiculous. This Friday they have beats and barbells. Um, I think we're gonna try to go to that. Going to try. Yeah, uh, it's supposed to be like one of their craziest days. Uh, they got a DJ with some turntables. Everyone's in there uh, having a good time, dancing, lifting. Fifty bucks to get in, right? Uh, members get in free. Fifty bucks for non-members and then I think they had VIP tickets where you could go work out with Corey beforehand oh, nice. um, but those sold out like quick Yeah. so those are gone and then after uh, beats and barbells we're going to the Arnold so we'll, we'll head up there and um, see what else is going on yeah I'm there. sure um, 
even now to being a couple of days before the Arnold, there's going to be some bigger name guys coming in there. Maybe even a you know a couple of days after, right? People kind of lingering around. So, you know, if you uh, want to get down there and check it out, I mean, it's worth it. Friday's going to be a good day. I heard there's not as uh, much traffic. I know we went on Sunday last right. year. Oh my gosh! We yeah, it was pretty move. brutal. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I remember the line for uh, CT Fletcher was like three and a half hours long. Right, you couldn't see anything. So we're gonna try to go Friday, get some cool interviews for you guys. Um, what else you got going on, man? Anything new? Um, nothing really new for me, man. Just working, staying on top of this um, training program, and that's really it. Is there a um, nutrition guide to this program? No, nah, there's no nutrition guide. Um, and I don't really follow calories. I just eat. Yeah. So, and my goal weight's been 220 for a while now. You just hit that recently, Yeah, I just right? finally hit 220. Um, I personally feel like my frame could handle a little bit more. Right. Without looking too uh, pudgy, if you will. Until you have to get in a banana hammock for the bodybuilding no, show. that's not happening. <laughs> I call it the power belly. Um, yeah, but uh, I'm going to try to stick it out at 220. Put on some strength um, going through this program and just see where that takes me. Yeah, today I had uh, rack pulls and Corey was in there talking to me and I had 545 on there and I thought I was toast. And he said, put more weight on. And I just looked at him and kind of laughed and he said, you got more in you. Sure enough, I think I put, ended up pulling uh, 555. Now... You said rack pulls or block yeah. pulls? Well, yeah, they were block pulls. Sorry. Yeah. Um, never have touched that amount of weight ever and didn't think I would ever be able to like right now. But man, just the atmosphere, the program that we both oh, yeah. are on is, is definitely putting on some sheer strength. Your adrenaline. I mean, adrenaline alone, just being in there yeah. is going to make you look more weight. Yeah. I remember when we went in there to do the muscle feast and it was kind of like new to me because I've been there in a while and... I end up pulling a PR in deadlift yep. and squat. Uh, I miss bench, but still pulling a PR in two of the lifts was pretty cool for me. And it was a Saturday, so I mean, there was still a good amount of people in there, right. but it wasn't like it was this week. I mean, Arnold Week there, there's 40 people deep in that little right. gym. So it'll be really cool to be there on Friday. Um, speaking of CT Fletcher, I mentioned him earlier. Did you hear what happened at uh, Iron Addicts Gym in Miami? Yeah, uh, briefly. I mean, I'm not like an expert on the information or anything, but um, I heard it got raided for possible steroid ring. Right. Multi-million dollar steroid ring. Yeah, money laundering steroid ring. So I did a little bit of research on it. Um, I, I really like CT Fletcher. I like his story. I've watched uh, his documentary and a couple of his couple hundred of his videos on YouTube. Um, so when I heard that, I was really like, man, I don't really see that guy getting in something completely illegal like right. that. I mean, he's obviously said he's been on steroids before. It didn't, he didn't like who it was there. So to hear like that whole thing happen. So I watched the video he put out. He said he had nothing to do with it. He honestly has no affiliation with that gym besides the name. He has no ownership, nothing like that. His friend, Mike Rashid, is the guy that owns it. Um, they had like a gentleman's agreement. Yeah, you can use my name, um, you know, use it to help your business grow. Well, Mike Rashid's business partner was the one doing all this. Right. And he had a office in the top of the gym and that's where everything got rated. So it wasn't like they were taking steroids out of the gym and like there was all this drug stuff. Yeah. They just came and arrested the guy 
in the gym. Well, so. The guy's name, I do believe, is Richard Rodriguez. Yes. And from what I gathered, they were moving the steroids out of the gym, but they had like some kind of warehouse in Arizona. Yeah. So they were getting them shipped to Arizona from China and putting them together in China and all that stuff. And they were... <laughs> Shipping them out in muscle milk. Yeah, muscle container. milk and um, uh, some some kind of box. Uh, I don't remember what was in it, but um, yeah, the muscle milk. That was. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be crazy to kind of see how this plays out because that website, the guy that owns Target Fitness, Mark um, Lobo, or I think I can't remember yeah. what his name is. He posted a YouTube video about um, everything that's going on and he has actually posted stuff about that website and backing it and that kind of stuff so he's kind of taken like a step back from it too which is kind of cool but I mean what a crazy thing to happen like right before the Arnold I mean there's a lot of stuff going on um, right before the Arnold. So it'd be cool to see all those guys there and also kind of see how this story plays out. Yeah, you, you know, you don't even know if uh, Mike Rashid will be there with all this going on. I'm not yeah. really sure. I haven't heard anything. So I don't know. I think he's got a lot of stuff to figure out. <laughs> Sorry. My uh, young son just came in. I'm going to go you know, ahead buddy. put him out real quick. Sorry about that. It's that dad life. Oh, yeah. You got to love that dad <laughs> life. He had to say night before he went to bed. Um, so speaking of kind of the whole steroid thing, um, Corey put out a video, I think on Tuesday or so, uh, about steroids. And it really hit home for me. Um, I know you and I have had this conversation millions of times. I would never judge anybody for using it. I don't ever plan on, um, you know, throwing somebody under the bus for using it. We obviously know people that have used it before. Um, good friends with a lot of guys that use it. But the thing that like, kind of always irked me about the fitness world is you tell them or you tell somebody like your goals, your aspirations, well, you got to take drugs to get there. You can't do it natural or these guys that are claiming they're natural, but they're not. It's just been always like this weird thing for me. I have never wanted to do it. I want to be able, just like Corey said, I want to be able to look at my kids in the eye and say, yeah, the stuff I accomplished, I did it drug free. Right. And you know, whatever to each their own. Some people, you know, that it actually probably evens them out a little bit, but the people that just say like, no, you have to do it. You to get where you want to go to, to achieve the goals you want. You have to, man, that drives me so bad. Well, it's just kind of like a, a damned if you do, damned if you don't right. type thing. Yeah. It's such a taboo thing. Like you, you do it to get to where you need to be and that's the only way to get there. But when you do it, then like all the negative stuff comes out. Well, right. you didn't do it because you you had drugs to help you and all that stuff. So it's like a double-edged sword almost. Well, it's like, like we talked about earlier before, doing, before starting the podcast. You know, it's just a judgmental industry. Oh, so, yeah. I mean, the way you do something – it's going to be different than somebody else does something and they're not going to like the way you lift and you're probably not going to like the way they lift. Right. You watch some of these YouTube videos and look at the, I don't know why I do this. I have no idea why I look at some of the, the comments, but look at the comments. This has to be the most hated industry in the universe. I mean, you look at 
anybody's video. It doesn't matter who it is. It doesn't matter if they're Brian Shaw. There's somebody always negative. Well, you didn't do it right. Your elbows were flared. Right. Or you used straps or something like that. Like, there's so many negative comments about everybody doing everything. Right. And I was watching, uh, I was actually watching some West, West Side Barbell videos today. Right. Uh, I think it was a video back from 2010. They were in the animal cage at the Arnold. Yeah. And, um, one guy had put up a 945 bench off one board wearing a bench uh, shirt. Yeah. And all the comments were negative. You know, it's just like, you know, these guys, you know, think they're so hard benching in shirts, off boards. It's like, that's 945 pounds. <laughs> it doesn't pounds matter what you're using to do off it. Off one board you in had a shirt. Still. 900 pounds in your hand. It doesn't it doesn't matter. Most guys' wrists would snap. And I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because it's just like putting fuel to the fire, but I mean, there's got to be a way to kind of limit this or put it out there and maybe we're kind of feeding into it because we're talking about it, but I've just never seen so many negative comments on one thing. Right. I mean, so what if somebody uses a it's just shirt? Like, it's like a bias sport, you know. Yeah, it's just if you're a bodybuilder, then you know powerlifters may not like you. If you're right. a powerlifter, bodybuilders may not like you. Yeah. So, you know, it's just kind of like you, you know, you have your own mindset. You have what you like. Right. So just do what you do, and you be happy. And like we posted on our um, Instagram before, you know, those who mind don't matter, and those who matter don't mind. Right. So. I mean, that's the mindset you got to have. You can't try to please everybody because you're just going to drive yourself insane. Do yeah. what you love and do it good. Yeah. I mean, we argue a lot about certain styles, and I, but I mean, we're homies. We do it in a, in a positive way besides banana hammocks and uh, only lifting. Well, it's just like on the topic of volume. <laughs> right. You know, you like more volume. I don't like as much volume. Right. So... Yeah, I I like trying new things. I think that's the cool thing for our chemistry and the fitness thing is you have your set way, but you, you will stray from it sometimes. Right. You'll check out new things. And I actually and, thought about it. Like when you talked about the Olympic living, Yeah, I want to start getting into power cleans. Right. You know, because I mean, I'm not going to start labeling myself as an Olympic lifter, but yeah. that lift alone is going to put on a lot of strength. No, so yeah. why not do it? Yeah, right. Like... People just want to hate on something these days, and social media makes it worse. I, I think LeBron said it the most, like, I am probably the most liked and loved and hated individual in the entire world, and no matter what I do, it'll never change it's Because it. it's successful. Yeah, and I think that's the big thing is these guys are successful like CT, like Steve Cook. And, People want to see you fall. Yeah, and somebody just wants to see you fall and somebody wants to see you do good. But then when you start doing good, they want to sit on their couch and make fun of you. I mean, it, it's really funny to me. And I think that's been a big thing with me as I watched a lot of YouTube videos before I got into lifting because I didn't know anything. And it was just crazy to me the amount of negative just comments everywhere and dislikes and I mean there's even a guy like uh, vegan something I can't remember vegan power lifter he just has that's all his videos are are just right. making fun of other people in the industry it's a crazy industry to get in well, it's in just the like first place everybody wants to be famous but nobody wants to put the work in right people just want to sit on their couch and think they're going to instantly make money you're going to be mad at somebody who's right. successful who's, who's it's doing like it. they didn't they weren't born successful they had to earn it and yeah. even if you know, say they walked into the right or, uh, situation. 
you know, it was kind of easier for them to start. Like they still have to maintain it. Yeah. Like they don't just skate by. They still have to put the work in to remain successful. Yeah. I think that's like one of the biggest things to me is like, I would never judge anyone for the steroid use or not steroid use or anything, because I know the hard work it takes to get to where they are. Right. I mean, I've seen people that are power lifters. They've done elite totals and they have taken it, but I know the hard work they put in. So yeah. I'm not going to judge them and I'm not going to say like, well, it's, it's cheating or anything like that. Like I heard somebody say uh, that I know who has used it before, like the bottle doesn't lift the weights. Right. You lift the weights. Yeah. You still have to have a different mindset to get into that right. gym every day, which is another cool topic I wanted to bring up is motivation. There's a lot of people out there, and I posted something about this on our blog, is I'm one of the most capable people of doing this and guilty. You wake up, you watch 10, 20 30 videos on motivation or motivational speeches where you just wasted an hour or two hours. Yeah. Uh, what gets you out of bed? What, what puts you in that gym every day? Uh, I just love doing it. I mean, plain and simple. Like, um, when I get into the gym, I kind of just, uh, I get lost. Like it's my own little world, put my headphones on. Uh, I get lost in the music. Music has a big influence on the way that I lift. Yeah. You know, I listen to, harder rock so I mean that puts me in like a, I wouldn't like in an aggressive state but not like aggressive towards other people controlled aggressive just like an aggressive towards the weights yeah like I want to go in there and dominate the weights you know according to what I'm I'm doing that day you know I want to do it yeah. with the most effort so for me like I said it's just my own little world I go in there I get lost in the music um and that's really just my motivation. I love doing it. Like, I don't really have to watch a whole lot of videos to get myself ready. Right. I just love doing it. I, for me, I I don't know if you're, this has been you sometimes, but I lose motivation in it sometimes. Like, right. I mean, sometimes I just don't want to wake up at four o'clock in the morning or I just don't want to do 15 sets of squats. Yeah. So for me, it's finding what drives me or what the goal is in the long term. So... For me, it was setting goals down. I want to be able to, to squat 450. Yeah. I want to be able to pull 600. I want to be able to, to bench 350. So it was me constantly seeing those goals and making sure that I am going to push towards those goals every single day. So it might not be like, I just love being in there, but I love those goals and I love the feeling of reaching mm -hmm. those goals. Um, motivation is not hard when you're doing what you love of right. course like it's it's an asset like a cherish a cherishable asset right. that i have you know it's like a lot of people say well what do you have to show for it well you know i think both of us look good i mean not to brag or anything yeah we're not like top-notch physique or anything <laughs> but too much pizza and crawfish I yeah had some yeah today. Man. <laughs> Yeah, I love food too much to be a physique model. Um, yeah. I feel lost without it, man. So I'll continue to do it until I physically can anymore. So The gym is definitely a, a mentally escaped thing for me. Like I, We've talked about yeah. this in our last podcast, but I mean, today was definitely evident of what happens to me in the gym. I had a lot of stuff going on with work, and 
it, I didn't sleep all night. I tossed and turned. I walked in that gym and I completely forgot about it. Yeah. I walked that back out and I was like, oh man, I got to deal with that today. But like <laughs> for that hour or two hours, or hour, I didn't think about it at all. It didn't come into my mind. I was having fun. We were, you know, talking to the new dog that we have is like a mascot at the gym. I don't Do you know anything about that? Where did you see it? A little puppy? Yeah. So it's a German shepherd and his name's Bear. So we have... A, this is that old school. This is that old school gym. Um, one of the guys that we work out with, he's an awesome guy, uh, ex-army guy. He got a German shepherd puppy and he takes it everywhere with him. So it just sits in a bag while he deadlifts and clinks Sleeps. around 600 pounds uh, <laughs> and uh, just slept. But, you know, everyone goes and picks it up and says hi to Bear and bye to Bear when he comes in and leaves. It's really cool. <laughs> I, I've never been in a gym with a dog, so I thought that was pretty cool. Goals. I know uh, I just kind of said something about my goals. What are your goals for this year? As far as lifting? Uh, yeah, let's start there. Uh, well, when we just tested our max uh, not too long ago, uh, I did a 500 deadlift, 415 squat, 325 bench. So I'd say after this program, um, I'd like to be at 550 deadlift or higher, of course, um, 350 bench and a 475 squat. So I'm going to do everything in my power. You know, I'm, I'm going to work hard at this training and do what it tells me to do and try to get to that number by the time that it's over. What about business? Uh, business. Well, we've talked about a few things. I mean, obviously we want this podcast to take off and be successful. So we've been putting a lot of time, effort, and thought into that. Uh, we've been talking about starting a t-shirt company. Still got to hash out the details on that, which we'll be doing here shortly. And, um, I just don't want to rush anything, you know? Um, I feel like if you rush, that's when you start to mess things up. Yeah. Like I know we're in a hurry. Like we want to be successful. You know, we want to say that we did it. Yeah. But you know, time's not running out for us. So if we just take our time and do what we're supposed to practice, plan, and just get good at it, then there's no doubt in my mind that we'll get to where we want to be. Yeah. You guys heard my goals. Of course, uh, my goals are a lot more lofty. Um, I tend to set my goals a lot higher. A uh, very smart man in my life once told me, if you're always meeting your goals, you're failing in life. So I feel like if I'm always hitting my goals, like if I have a 500 pound deadlift or a 300 pound bench and I'm meeting it and then I go up 10 pounds, I don't feel like I'm doing anything. I'm not pushing myself hard right. enough. So um, I have squatted 365 and like I said, I wanted to, to squat 450. So in a year, that's a, quite a bit to jump up. Uh, but I can do it. Yeah, you got 365. I mean, pretty easy. Yeah. It wasn't, a, it wasn't I, I, difficult. I definitely, and I think the training that I'm doing now and being back in old school definitely helped me there. Um, I don't feel like I was going to my full potential and I need to get back to that. So I think definitely being at old school will help that a lot. Um, bench has been probably my weakest. Uh, like I said, I've had some shoulder injuries, but I still think I can get to 350 soon. There was a guy in the gym today, Zach. He's one of Corey's guys. 455. Smoked it like it was nothing. Bench press. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah, just, I saw that video actually. <laughs> just smoked <laughs> it like easy. it was nothing. Uh, that was crazy. He He's a really strong dude. I've seen him pull 700 pounds before. He's got a gym in Indy. Um, he's part of the Max Effort Muscle. We'll definitely be at that booth uh, at the Arnold. I don't know. We should have wrote down the booth numbers, man. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll figure them out tomorrow um, or Friday. Uh, business. Uh, you talked about the t-shirt. That's definitely something I'm working on. I'm working really hard on. Um, we might have a Kickstarter that comes out here soon. I don't want to say a hundred percent sure. Um, don't take my word on it, but we're working on it. So yes, we are. the t-shirt company is something we definitely want to move forward to. And the gym is huge for us. Yeah, um, definitely. We, we both really wanted our own gym. I think that's kind of the own thing. We love Corey's atmosphere. We love what he's doing. And old school is coming out with an affiliation program we might look into. I don't know how they'd feel about it being so close, but we'll look in some different areas. We don't care. Yeah, we've talked about it you know, here and there yeah. about ideas for the gym. So, I mean, it's still under construction. But um, like I said, there's no not in my mind. actual construction. Right, right. right. <laughs> Under front construction. Yeah, that's that's where everything starts. It's right there. Um, Let me ask you a quick question. How do you feel about uh, training partners? Like I've I've heard a lot of things on that. Like, do you prefer to lift by yourself or do you prefer to have somebody with you? Probably someone with me. Right. I definitely uh, us. We push each other probably harder than we would ever push by ourselves. Um, I know for sure I feel like I'm definitely lifting harder when I'm with you. Um, I've lifted with other people before, and I, I feel like it's more of a social hour sometimes. So I feel like the right person is the, right. the answer. Um, I definitely love working out by myself sometimes. Um I don't think there's a right or wrong answer to that. Uh, I think if you have the right person that pushes you, go for it. Stay with them. Well, I think you're going to make a lot more progress if you have a, a training partner, especially someone who's going to push you because you're going to push. I mean, you may push more weight that day than you would have if you were by yourself. Right. Say, for instance, if you're if you're bench pressing. It's a and, safety thing more than right. anything. Say but nobody I think else is awesome. in there. Yeah. And... You know, you're unsure about the weight. Right. But if you have your training partner, you're like, oh, you know, I'll do it. And if I don't get it, he's there. Yeah. So. It's definitely a safety issue, but there's more to it for me. It's, I want to be you. I know that I'm never going to be as strong as you, but damn, I'm going to try every time I walk <laughs> in that door. And I remember the first time I ever did something more than you was front squat. And I. Oh, you still got me on that, man. I don't do it all. And I was just like. I'm never going to let him pass me on this. I'm going to work. Better my, hope not. I'm going to work my <laughs> butt off and I will never let him. I know he doesn't work on front squat that much. So that's why I picked that. Um, but yeah, I, I just felt like on top of the world and it wasn't like a ha ha rub it in your face. You're, you know, you way stronger than me and everything else, but it was just like, yeah, I got that. So well, that's my thing. Like if you see somebody that, you want to be as strong as like, I don't think your mindset should be, I want to be as strong as him. Yeah. I want to be stronger than him. Right. You know, not to rub it in his face. Just that's your personal goal. Right. Like you always, you're obviously always thriving to get better. Right. And if you see somebody who's stronger, you know, your mindset has to be, I want to be stronger than that guy. Yeah. I don't want to be just as strong. That That's the cool thing about where we go is that all those guys are like that. All right. I mean, somebody does something well then they put five more pounds on or ten more pounds on and if they don't get it then everyone's like stoked or not stoked you know but right. they don't judge you or get in your face or Just anything like effort. that but dude everyone's so happy because you did it 
And I think that's the coolest thing. And that's with us is no matter if we pulled the same amount of weight or not, we wouldn't be upset at each other or mad like, hey, he's better than I am. But right. He beat his personal best. Like, hell yeah, we helped each other get that way. And I think it holds each other accountable. Yeah. Like even when you pulled 475 on deadlift, which is a PR for you. Yeah. Like, I was like, you're going to go any higher? Because yeah. I just pulled five. And you're like, yeah, why not? So, and I went right, right for five instead of going up 10 pounds or five pounds, like a normal person, I went straight for 500 pounds and I wanted you to get it. Like I wasn't hoping that you wouldn't get it. Right. That that goes back to the negative thing. And that's why you got to surround yourself with the right people. Um, we're, we definitely push each other in those kind of ways, especially in your, uh, our little bit. Where if you pace oh, the first hammock. in the uh, yes. Olympic lifting, no top three. Oh, top three. Top I'm sorry, three. Top, top three. Top three. Don't. As much as I don't want to do the bodybuilding <laughs> show, like I still want him to do good, and I'd be yeah. happy if he yeah. got top three, especially on his first meet. And I would love to see him win his first ever bodybuilding contest. <laughs> how, do, how do they fear about uh, power bellies? Um, they don't like them. They don't like those. No, no. Mm. You got to suck them in. Uh, huh. I was reading some things on uh, prep week, what they do. And this one guy was saying uh, he didn't drink water for three days. He didn't know any better. Like, hey, I could die from this. He was just listening to his coach and his coach said dry out. And he did it three days in advance. And he said the headaches and he was hallucinating. I don't know if I'd like, I don't know if I'd, I'd want to be all tanned up. I just. That's what you're worried about? It's yeah. being tan. That's, I mean, that's what you're. I like my yeah. naturally pale skin. I would definitely not be the tanning person. Just so you know, I might put tape Don't you have your to shave your arms and legs? Yeah. You got to shave everything. Yeah. I'm not about that life. I'd rather keep my hair. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, what about the West Side Barbell document coming out? Um, have you seen anything about it? The, the documentary? Yeah. Um, I've just seen the trailer on it. Um, I mean, it looks really awesome. Like, I, I definitely want to definitely want to watch it, um, especially since we love the industry so much. I mean, that's known for being a powerlifting gym. Yeah. So, obviously, anybody who's a powerlifter – or in really in love with the fitness industry are going to want to watch it. Right. So I don't know. I mean, check out the trailer and see, you know, see what you think for yourself. Um, I really think it looks good and uh, I'm going to check it out. It looks awesome. I think it's really cool. They got Ed Cohen on it. They got uh, Mark from Slingshot. Yeah, Mark I mean, they got everyone on that thing. And it's really funny. You hear them as they were like, Oh man, the West Side barbells are here. They're going to be pulling like nine, ten, you know, whatever. And uh, it's really cool to see because it's kind of something that's hidden. Like Louis kind of keeps stuff close to the chest. It seems like so. It's kind of cool to see these guys out in the open. Like, right. I mean, he's just be- he's just the uh, the old school powerlifting guy. You know what I mean? Like he yeah. doesn't ask for the fame. He doesn't ask for the glamour. Um, I remember watching a video and. He said something about they wanted to put him in the powerlifting hall of fame, and yeah. he's turned it out multiple times. Yeah, because he, he said he's not done. He's like arguably one of the best coaches of all time. Right. I mean, he's the best in the industry, and he he's not done yet. So it's going to be really cool to see. I can't wait to see it. It comes out here soon, and it's in our backyard. I mean, right. it's really cool that. Columbus is a huge fitness inter- industry. I mean, yeah. everyone thinks LA and 
and New York or, you know, West Coast. But, I mean, Columbus is huge. Old I mean, school gym, West Side, Barbell, Arnold Classic. Arnold Classic. I mean, the Arnold Classic is one of the biggest fit, fit, fitness expos um, of the year. I can't wait to go. Um, I'm super stoked. Uh, what do you got on sports for us, my man? Uh, well, the Cavs did just sign Darren Williams. Um, the 76ers bought out Andrew Bogut. So he says he plans on joining the Cavs. Um, the Cavs play the Celtics tonight. They should get Darren Williams in there for a few minutes. Uh, this will be his first game since joining the Cavs. So, And I think that Am- Andrew Bogut is supposed to fly out either tonight or tomorrow to be with the team. Um talking to another buddy today about it and he mentioned uh, do you think Darren Williams Iman Shumpert Kevin Love, J.R. Smith and uh, Derek Williams is a playoff team so basically the bench players not necessarily Kevin Love um, and I think so like obviously I'm not mentioning Kyrie or LeBron right. but I'm talking about the bench so I think those two additions alone bolster that, that I mean, team. even Kyle Kerber. I mean, he's Kyle been Kerber, I mean, that guy's been lights out from three since joining the team. Yeah. He's top five all time and three's made. And he's league. been around for a while. He's been in the playoffs right. before. So, I mean, they got a good stack team going into it. And right. Then, uh, I mean, the addition of Darren Williams, he's a veteran point guard. He's going to be able to set him up in right. the right play. You know, he's an assist man. He can make you, make you miss. He can hit the, hit the three. Um, Bo gets the rim protector, enforcer. Uh, LeBron really hasn't had a lot of those in his career. Right. I think this is probably the deepest team that he's had, Base, uh, maybe in his career, to be honest. Because you got to think, they're playing right now without J.R. Smith, without Kevin Love. They're getting Darren Williams. They're getting uh, Andrew Bogut. So it's going to be a stacked team. Um, around the around the league, though, Kevin Durant just got hurt for the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, what do you think about that? Zaza flop or not? It's the think? it's the Warriors, man. Yeah, they're gonna do good regardless. I mean, I know Steph Curry's in a little bit of a funk, but that's only gonna last for so long. He'll probably pick right back up since Katie's gonna be out. Yeah. But the thing I think is really funny. It was his own teammate, and it was kind of a flop. So. Like, where, where do you go with that in the locker room? Like, how do you think those guys react to Zaza right now? Flopping's like, part of the league now, sad to say. So <laughs> you, don't, you think they just move on? Like, no yeah, they'll move on. I mean, they don't really have another choice. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's a mild MCL sprain is what I hear, along with the bone, bone bruise. bruise. Yeah. So they're saying at least a month he'll be out and then it'll be reevaluated. So... I'm looking for him to keep keep winning. No big deal. Yeah. I mean, they did it without him before. So, um, as far as the NFL though, um, I know the Vikings are pretty persistent on getting Adrian Peterson back. Uh, he is intrigued by the Raiders. I guess they're showing some interest, which I think would be a good fit for. I mean, the Raiders right. are an up and coming team. Yeah. If they wouldn't have lost Derek Carr for the playoffs, you know, they would have been one of the favorites. They could have challenged the yeah. Patriots for the AFC. James Harrison. James re- Harrison, two-year deal, three and a half million, I do believe the deal was worth. Uh, Le'Veon Bell got the franchise tag. I mean, why wouldn't you? He's the right. best running back in the league, in my opinion, all around. Uh, that's supposedly going to surpass twelve million, the franchise tag. <laughs> um, but Antonio Brown, 
is the highest paid uh, receiver in the NFL. I think actually in the history as well. Yeah. Uh, four years, sixty-eight million, which is seventeen million a year. Um, that says a lot for wide receivers around the league. I mean, they're all, you know, licking their lips now right. because they're, if he gets this deal, then I should yeah. get somewhere close to the deal. Especially you right. know people like Julio Jones, Odell Beckham, yeah. you know, the top three three receivers in the game. So uh, they're happy he got the deal, and I think he deserves it. I mean, the guy catches over 100 balls every yeah, single year. He's the reception leader. Yeah. Close, if not the best, in receiving yards. I don't know how the guy does it. I mean, because you think of a good receiver being 6'3", 6'4", 220. Right. He's 5'10", 186. <laughs> but just a monster. He is a monster, that's for sure. Uh, did Eric Berry get his uh, deal signed? He did get his deal. Okay. Um, I don't know much on the amount... I think it was a six or seven year deal. Yeah. Um, but good for him though. You know, you know his story. He got over uh, lymphoma, which, which is such a cool story. Yeah, it would. That's a serious problem. Yeah. And to come back and play in the NFL and still be good. Yeah. Now getting some good contracts in those last couple of years. With you being a Browns fan, um, what do you got going on with him? Any news for you? Not a Browns fan. My family is from Cleveland. I am a um, a puller for them, uh, for the city of Cleveland. But uh, yeah, not a Browns fan. But what was your question? (laughs) (laughs) You're the Browns fan, so I figured you had some information on him. Uh, Yeah, uh, I heard TP, uh, they're going to let him kind of test the waters. TP being Terrell Pryor. Yes, Terrell Pryor. Um, He's wanting way more money than what they're willing to pay him. They told him they're going to pay him a certain amount. Um, Him and his agent really aren't happy with it. So they're going to go test the free uh, the free agent waters. And uh, I don't think he's going to get what he wants. His second year being a wide receiver. Well, uh, with the way he did this year, I don't, I don't think he may get what he wants. But he's probably going to get more than what the Browns are offering. Some team out there is desperate for a wide receiver. Yeah, the Browns. I mean, including the Browns. <laughs> but you know how smart they are. Yeah, yeah the make, Browns. So. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't see him getting what he wants or getting even close to it. Uh, I bet you he'll hear some numbers and and they'll get a deal done pretty quick. I know there's some stuff going on with uh, Josh Gordon again, and just what a sad story. I mean, the guy was awesome, and he just. He ruined it for himself. The bad thing about it is I get addiction. I get it's a disease. I think everyone has probably dealt with it at some point in time in their life with family members or something. Um, But he has the best facilities to go to, way better than any other human being would uh, have the chance to go to. I mean, he had to live in person with him. All he had to do was just wake up. Well, I mean, props to him, though, this year. Like, he was getting ready to come back to play, yeah. and then he checked himself into rehab. So, yeah, I, I you know, definitely I agree. That. Yeah, I definitely agree. Being the smart person and say, like, look, I'm not ready for this. I can't go back on the road. And checking himself in was the right decision for him. I'm glad he did it. I really hope that the Browns part ways with him and, and hope you know, the best get a fresh for start. Him. Yeah, get it, let him get a fresh start somewhere else. Hopefully, he stays away from money. Uh Johnny Manziel just for what he did to that guy. <laughs> so I hope he stays away from him. I hope uh, Johnny Manziel doesn't play another down in the NFL, but he may not. That's my negative uh, to say. negative comment for the week. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, but I think that wraps up the, the sports side of it. Um, we got some stuff coming up with the draft here soon. We'll keep a closer eye on the Cavs and uh, the KD situation. I know Lowry just went down for uh, yeah, wrist surgery. Toronto. Yeah, for Toronto. Mm-hmm. So I think we're going to be number two in the East. It looks like the Wizards uh, Celtics will be number two uh, in the East. I heard the Wizards are coming back up there. Yeah, the Celtics are no joke though. Yeah. So we'll see how it's going to play out. It's going to be an interesting uh, end of the year. I don't know who's going to be more competitive, the West or the East this year. So we'll see. It's going to be fun to watch. Um, the Cubs had their first uh, pr- pr- spring season game. Um, they won. I can't remember who they played, but I'm glad baseball is back. And I cannot wait for football to get back. So. <laughs> hey, that was one of the most watched uh, series in a long time. All right, man. I think that about does it for this uh, episode. We got some cool stuff coming for you. Uh, we know we're going to be working with a company called Ohio Power and Bodybuilding Association. Um, they're going to be bringing some old school stuff back. So we're going to try to get them on in uh, probably two or three podcasts. We're going to start talking to them here soon. Two really cool guys. We work out with them. Um, they're awesome. I can't wait to get them on and kind of hear what they're doing and uh, hear their story. Yeah, stay tuned. Uh, like I said, keep an eye out for us on our Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, all that jazz. Uh, we're going to be at the Arnold getting some interviews. So uh, just stay on top of us. Give us likes, subscribe to us, and uh, we'll be on it. Say what's up. We'll see you guys on Friday. Later on.